Between Google updates, website changes, and the fast pace of the online world, businesses today can only hope to understand the changing digital marketing scene. Welcome to the WebBuzz Podcast, your home for all digital marketing buzz. From the trends, hacks, and updates all around the web, welcome your hosts, Sean Tiberio and Roger Valdez. What's going on, the digital world? Back again, another episode of the WebBuzz Podcast. And you know him, joined by the Google Nader himself, Mr. Roger Valdez. What's up, buddy? How What's is, going on? How's the new day in Guam? It's here. It's here. It's coming, man. <laughs> so I'm about, what, 18 hours, whatever it is, uh, ahead of you guys. So the next day is here. Uh, sun's out, feeling good. So we're ready for another one, man. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, it's good to know that tomorrow, tomorrow's coming. So for all of us over here in the United States, the main portion of the United States, good news is Roger told us we're ready uh, to roll. So we got a great episode today. Uh, if you're tuning in live, do us a favor, throw it in the comments. Just let us know that you're here. Let us know where you're tuning in from. It's always fun to see who's out there, who's listening. Uh, if you're watching later or listening on a replay later on after this gets uploaded, same thing. Shoot us a message. Let us know where you're tuning in from. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, before we get diving, though, into some stuff, um, it's been a good week. It's been a good week, both for the business. Got a, a matter of fact, something we're going to talk about today. We've had a lot of that happening lately. Thanks to the work that we've put in on this particular topic. Fruits of the labor are starting to pay off. But on top of that, the clients, a lot of our clients have been seeing some some pretty good wins uh, throughout the week. I know you just got off the phone with one who, uh, because of what we're about to talk about, got himself an organic lead. So anything you want to share on that before we uh, kick her off a little bit? Yeah, there's uh there's a lot to say with um putting your brand in front of the right people, right? Putting your brand in front of the right eyeballs. Uh and that's a a, a big misconception sometimes that it do, you know, having a website, a website doesn't work, right? My website doesn't do anything for me. We get that all the time. That's that's basically the 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 question we have to answer every time. Uh-huh. And there's more to that, right? In most cases, Sean, you knew this, you know this very well. We we get that client there's a big complaint, you know, cause they, and some of them are very, are really good established companies, right? They're doing a lot of things correct offline, but their website isn't really doing anything. So when Sean and I go in and analyze the situation, it turns out that the value there, there's nothing there. Um, and when we dig a little deeper and you get me and the SEO team, right? That the SEO side of the, our business here, we jump in and we start seeing, well, you're not telling the robot, meaning in this case, Google, what you want to rank for. So how how are you expecting to to appear in front of the right audience? Right. So that's where, where it kind of starts. I mean, and I love kind of like a lot of the analogies that you use with the, with the dating stuff and, <laughs> and me with the corporate. Right. It's like it's like if I wanted to talk to Sean about SEO, but yet I'm going to tell him all about my weekend and I never bring up SEO. How's Sean going to know that I want to pick his brain about SEO? So that's basically what you have to kind of look at when you look at your online presence. You got to make sure that you're starting and controlling the conversation about what you want to talk about, right? And then even further, you want to be potentially adding value, meaning 
answering questions for potential people that might have questions around your industry or product. Absolutely. I mean, just take the podcast, for example. We've been talking about this a lot with our team, the Web Buzz podcast, the podcast that we've decided to create to talk all the good stuff. Uh, and really, I like to say when I when I explain it to people, the podcast where you're going to get the no bullshit answer around everything going on on the web. What do you need to be doing? Not the fluff, not the hype, not the get you all excited and sell you on a bunch of crap. But really, just at the end of the day, what do you need to have? Now, if Roger and I were over here talking about, um, I don't know, how Bitcoin is doing, that has nothing to do with digital marketing for small business, <laughs> which is who our audience is. So we have to bring the topics that make sense to the small business owner, the one trying to get things going right? The one that's trying to, to move the needle in the business and, and don't misunderstand the definition of small business being all you, right? A lot of solo entrepreneurs fall into that category. However, there's a lot of small businesses, some that we work with that have team, right? I look at top results. We are a small business, yet we've got a pretty substantial team around us. But in the grand scheme of it, we still are a small company, right? We're small business doing business supporting other small businesses. So why do I bring all this up first before we dive into the topic? Because the common, I don't want to call it an objection, but the common complaint or the common excuse, that's what we'll call it, is the excuse that I hear from a lot of small business owners out there when it comes to things like digital marketing, more specifically when Roger or myself mentions those three little letters. S-E-O. It's like as soon as that comes out, all of a sudden, all the excuses go flying. Oh, it's too expensive. Oh, it takes too much. Oh, it doesn't really do anything. Oh, it's, you know, it, it's too slow. Insert a bunch. I'm sure you've heard a number of them uh, as well, Roger. But it's like immediately those objections come flying out. And at the end of the day, it's the exact reason most of the time that they're going, my website doesn't do anything. I'm not going to focus on it. My website's not really uh, anything for my business. So I don't, I don't really feel like I need it. So today we're going to break down a little bit around, is SEO really worth it? And more importantly, why you're missing out by not focusing on it. So quick answer, is it worth it? Absolutely. But I want, to, I want Roger to really uh, tear that one apart and explain why. Right. I, I know I can bring some fun stuff to that, but I'll let you take the why the SEO side is important. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's a great question. That's why today's topic is 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 major, right? Major because it's a, like a foundational piece to just about anybody that's looking to have a, a good online presence. So the big question here that we're going to go ahead and talk about, and, and I have some topics that's going to hit a little more um, granular, but um, is it worth it? Is it something that you want to be doing? Um, absolutely. Um, that's my answer. But you should be asking your question. You're the business owner, right? So you should be asking the question, am I interested in having an online presence? Number one, right? You got to answer. If you don't, then why are you wasting your time, right? This this isn't your your space. You shouldn't be work, you know, trying to kind of build a website and get, get momentum. But if it's a yes, which in most cases, it's a yes, it's an obvious yes, right? You want to get online. Um, then the next question is, is it worth it for you to get in front of 
the right people that are searching for your product or service online, right? Is it worth it for you? So once you answer that question, once again, if it's no, then, you know, go, go do something else, right? In regards to your marketing. But if it's a yes, then there are certain tasks that you have to do, certain things that you had to look at in regards to how you're going to structure your website. There are hundreds, if not thousands of searches happening every day, not even that every minute, right? Every second, there's a ton of stuff. Now you might say, Roger, I'm in a small market. There's not a lot of people looking for this. There's not a lot going on. Well, at the end of the day, there's search going on. And if you're in a smaller market, that's actually, you're in a, you're, you're in at an advantage. And the reason I say that is because there might be a lower amount of people searching, right? For a particular product or service, but guess what? If nobody is doing an SEO, meaning nobody's doing the right work to appear for certain search results in front of these people, then those five, 10 people are doing the search aren't finding anything valuable. But if you get smart and you're like, you know what? I want to dominate, even though there's five to 10 people searching per month, and I want to dominate, you know, whoever is looking for that product or service, and you do your due diligence, those five to 10 people will now become your clients because you're the person that pops up in front of them. You're the person that's going to provide them some value via your website, right? Some content on your website, and then you can do business with them. So even in the small markets, I actually believe the smaller markets are, are better because there's less competition. You can move a lot faster when you are in a more competitive market. It's even, you know, it, the, you know, the, the rules change a little bit. It gets, it gets a little more serious because the money's probably bigger of the amount of leads that are coming in, right? So you have to kind of think about if you are going to compete in those competitive markets and you want to get in, then you really have to pay attention because there's a lot of things that you got to have in line to be able to compete. And I do want to be very clear if you are going to compete in those markets that don't be scared of these, um, you know, very popular companies that you might think are up there and you'll never be able to outrank them. It's all about how much work you're willing to do. Right. And we'll kind of break that down a little more a little later. But at the, the first question first, are you willing, are you interested in having a good online presence? Number one. And if you are, are you willing to put out the work? Right. It's like if you are, then boom, there, th that's a good fit. And we can kind of walk you through some of those things that you can be doing. Yeah, And I think that's that piece right there is always the big hang up. Well, I'm brand new. Just kind of getting started here. There's already some big boys, big players, you know, other companies a little more established than me. So, you know what? It's not probably worth it for me to put the money into it because I can't outdo them. They've been around forever. They've been doing this forever. These type of, of elements. And I actually, I, I cringe when I hear that because it's for me, right? Is the, is the more, I, I go to the consulting side. I go to the, educating uh role here and it's like that in itself is the definition of why you need to be doing it because there are other options out there and if you're not going to do it if you're not going to try to compete with those individuals then how is it that your audience your prospects are ever going to know that you exist and this is why I always bring it back to dating that Saying, ah, I'm brand new. I don't know if I even should try to compete is like trying to say, ah, I'm single. I want to get married, but I'm just going to sit in my house with the windows and all the drapes closed and nobody can find me. But I do want to get married. I do want somebody in my life. Not going to happen very well. So 
Just a little fun analogy for it. <laughs> I was waiting for it, man. <laughs> that, one always, <laughs> that one always comes out. Love it. Love it. So let's let's shift it here because, I mean, that's obviously the easy answer. Yes, it's worth it at the end of the day. Uh, and, and I'm going to get like super raw and real here for a quick second. It's it shouldn't even be a question. Is it worth it or is it not? It really needs to come down to it's worth it. And now your next question is, how do you get this done? Right. Because it has to happen. Take a take a look at someone like Top Results, the way that we've structured our products, our services to kind of grow with that company to be able to say, hey, it's worth it. We know it is. So we're going to help you with a little bit of it. And then we're going to teach you everything that you need to do so that you can go and get it done. Whether that means you doing it, if you're trying to bootstrap the whole thing, or you find some other people to help with some of those, those elements. But at the end of the day, it's got to get done, right? To move the needle, it has to happen. When you get your business to a position where it can sustain maybe paying for a little bit more of that outsource. We got some services to help you. And when you get to a point where, all right, I don't want anything to do with any of this. Take the whole ball and run with it, Roger and team. We've got that service as well. And that really, as the business owner, that's how you have to look at it. To Roger's point, asking yourself, is this important to me? That answer needs to be yes. Hello, 2021, right? We're, we're not in the early 2000s where, and the internet, people thought it might not make it still. <laughs> it may not go somewhere uh, kind of thing. Hello, it's here. It's not going anywhere. It's becoming more predominant than ever. So that answer is absolutely, this is important. The next big question you got to ask yourself now is, where do I fall? Am I, do I got to pick up the bag and do all the work? Can I share the work, right? Hire some subs, in this case, maybe another agency, some freelancers, some VA, something to help me with some of these tasks? Or am I in a position where, man, I get, I just, I want it off my plate. Let a, let a professional team handle the whole entire thing. Cause I got all this stuff happening over here. So with that, let's shift it a little bit, Roger, and start talking a little bit about why are businesses missing out by not focusing on it? Just let, let's go bare bones, brand new, like the root of the whole thing. What are areas that we see and I know you see it more than I do, where they're missing the boat, right? Where they're missing out on elements early on. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the main things is that there's, at the end of the day, I said, I've said it before, there's searches, there's search happening, right? On, on Google being, yeah, all these different search engines, people are looking for information. That's what they are. And now not to keep kind of, you know, going back to the whole COVID situation and everything, but it, it's a reality. We've been kind of shifted. Our entire society has been shifted from, you know, thinking of the internet as okay, you know, it's like what it is. And it's more of a, of a, you know, the young people and everything like that, or even businesses, but now everybody was forced to go online. Everybody for everything that you do, government, um, schools, uh, your jobs, everything like that um, has been shifted online. So you got to think about that. It's like uh, there's been a big society shift. So there's going to be a lot more search happening now because people got educated uh, that weren't 
too comfortable with the internet now have been educated on how to utilize the internet to to benefit and search for stuff that they need and, and they like it right so that trend is gaining so much momentum all right so that's number one so some of the stuff that you as a business owner are missing not even might be missing you are missing that's the reality of it is all that search because the people that are now going to your door to your brick brick and mortar type stores and things like that are dropping in numbers, right? Now people are going online because they learned, they were forced to learn how to use that, right? Um, forced to kind of see what, what the alternative was to get these services or products. So now that's the big miss. So I'll kind of leave it at that one because that's, that's the reality of it. It's, it's been, there's a big shift and there's so much more search happening. And if you not, if you're not optimizing or getting yourself online to get yourself in front of these people, you're missing out on all those potential clients or opportunities. So what is the one thing, right? If we could leave somebody today with just one thing, because all of this probably makes sense to the majority of the people listening and watching. Yes, COVID shifted things, blah, 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 right? All right, cool. Where do, what do I do? Like, what is it that I need to be doing right out of the gate? I know we've got an entire seven-step process. We'll talk about that here mm -hmm. in a second. We can you know, sure. shift some people and, and, hey, you really want to go granular. So we don't got to get down too into the weeds. But like the one thing that starts that needle moving, hint, hint, folks, if you know anything about our services, it's the tear up from our foundation package. But what is that, Roger? Like, what is that one thing that you could tell somebody, hey, if you're not doing this, this is where you need to get started to at least get the ball moving before we can even look at some of this more advanced tactics and, and techniques to, to push the, you know, the, the results faster. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the one thing that you can be doing is, is just make sure that you have an, an online presence, right? It's like which comes back to your website. So that's, if you don't exist online, then nobody knows that you're there, right? So that's the kind of number one thing that I would say, um, if you don't have an online presence, if you don't have a website, a hub of your business, then that's where you should probably start. On that note though, is it just a website? Or is uh, it, well, cause we see this a lot, right? Um, sure. In fact, I, I literally, right before we hopped on this, we just got booked. Uh, I've got a call coming up on Monday with a prospect. Uh, they wrote this little note in when they booked their, their breakthrough call with me and said, I've been paying somebody for a web presence and social media for like a year and a half. And I've seen nothing come out of it. And as soon as I clicked on it and looked at it, I knew exactly what the issue was, right? It's the typical platform that you and I know really, really well. And it's like that exact, that is exactly why you're not getting anything. Cause even though you have a website, is it really the right elements, right? Does it really have the right stuff so that people can know that you even exist, AKA the robot? <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I don't know if you want to go into that because I'm kind of thinking of, off the, you know, what I'm kind of gearing towards is, is basically that, you know, obviously we're, if you go come to an agency like that, we're going to see if you have an existing website and sometimes that existing website is not even speaking. I, I talked about it here at the beginning. It's like, it could be a website, number one, 
maybe that's that's where we're heading here. It could be a website, but it could be having a completely conversation, a, a different conversation. <laughs> maybe that's where you wanted me to head, Sean. Absolutely. Because like, that, okay, so that, all right, now I see, because I was kind of going in a straight line. So let's go offline or not offline, but off the line that we're talking about. So this is actually a great, I'm glad you brought us in this direction, Sean, because this is where well, most of you guys actually land. Exactly. Most, yeah, this that's is where the most biggest people, problem, yep. right? And again, yep. it, they've been sold a bunch of BS and they, you don't know what you don't know, right? You don't know what you don't know. Exactly. And Roger and I are here to tell you what you need to know so that you can quickly look at your stuff and go, that is why I have a problem so I can get the problem fixed. We can't get any results till we fix the dang problem. So help them fix the problem. Yeah, absolutely. So the problem, number one, you might not have a website, right? So let's start with that. Cause that's where I was, I was heading for <laughs> that. You don't have an online president at all. Nobody even knows you exist online, but let's say you do have one, which is most, most of the time, our clients are new prospects that come in. They're like, Sean and Roger, this does not work. <laughs> I've had a website for three years, three years. I can't even find my brand. When I put it, put in my company name, it does not pop up. When I put in some keywords that I think I should be ranking for, right? People, some of the keywords that my clients are looking for, I do not pop up. What's happening? This online thing is a, is a scam. doesn't work. Then Sean and I go in, we look at the website and it turns out we, we look at it as a human, right? Not even as, as Google, right? Looking at it, but as a human and that website is having a completely different conversation based based off of not, not the conversation that the client is telling us they want to have with their client, with their prospects. Right. So that's when Sean and I is like, Oh, gotcha. So the problem here is not the overall, you know, a concept of a website. The problem is you're having the wrong conversation, right? You're not telling Google what you want to talk about. So that's where you need to start. So I like where Sean is taking us here. We actually need to take a step back as a business owners. And before we actually go forward with say a web website that we're going to build out and get all excited about. We need to ask the question, what do we want to talk about? What is our industry? What is our service? What is, what are we offering? And then once you can answer that question, you can get a little further and ask who is my avatar, right? Who is my ideal client? Now you can start kind of thinking of content that you can add to the website to add value to that particular avatar, right? Ideal client. So, if I was your ideal client, you identify, you know, my demographic as, as being your ideal client and I land on your website, am I going to enjoy and get value out of the content that you've added on that page? Because if it is, then I'm probably going to stick on that page. And if you do a good job, I'll probably even convert, meaning I'll opt into a form. I'll click on something to call you. I'll do something on your website because I want to continue learning, right? I want to possibly do business with you or buy one of your products. So that's kind of like the the first steps. So I, li I like where you're going, Sean. I, this is actually perfect because that leads into a whole lot of stuff with SEO. Yeah. And, and this is where I, I use this analogy like crazy. Um, when I see this, let me, let me put a disclaimer out before I drop this though. Folks, if you're watching or listening to this and you are in your early to late twenties, you probably don't know anything about this. Anybody older than late twenties, Remember the phone book, you know, that big yellow thing that got delivered on your doorstep every so often. What are you often? talking about, Sean? What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, that thing that I used to use to beat the crap out of my brother. 
with it. But I use this analogy all the time. If you remember the phone book, businesses when the yellow pages was the way, right? The only way to know who was in your market and who could do what businesses, they'd have to get a form and they'd go down the form and they'd check the boxes off as to which categories of the yellow pages they wanted to be listed under. I'm a plumber. I handle drains and sewers and toilets and that, right. And I'd have to check all these boxes so that the yellow book knew where to classify such and such plumbing company, right? What are the services that they have? Well, guess what? The new yellow book is Google. You've got to check those boxes and tell Google where you want to be classified at. And if you're telling Google you should be classified as a, oh, I don't know. What's the common one I see all the time? A dwell score report. Well, you're going to the dwell score report category, folks, because that's what you told Google. And when all of your prospects are looking for how to sell their house and not how to get a dwell score report for their home, you wonder why you can't be found. So step one, <laughs> tell Google the right place. Now, without getting too deep in into the weeds, I'll let you kind of take it from here and, and kind of shift it, right? How does SEO help with all of this stuff? How does SEO uh, get us. And before Roger starts going that direction, folks, we do have a very detailed seven step process that you can literally go check by check by check, follow this whole thing all the way through. Roger and I break it down a lot deeper, give you some tools, resources, all that kind of stuff. You can get access to it at topresultsconsulting.com forward slash seven, the number seven steps. And that'll also be linked for those watching later, listening later. It's linked in show notes uh, of this, but go get that. Op, you know, just fill out a quick form, walk yourself right through that uh, seven step piece. So Roger, go ahead and take it and shift now a little bit and explain how does SEO help us kind of stop telling Google to put us in the flower department when we sell TVs? Absolutely. So flower department, love that. It's like, uh, unless you're a flower shop, definitely don't be talking about flowers if you're selling something else. <laughs> Now there there is there is a, a a very true trend that works very well. This is the podcast to talk about trends, right? So it, there is a way to in your content uh, when it comes to SEO. Besides all the keywords and making it unique, well, guess what? Telling stories, right? Um, making your your, your content um, more relatable to your to your avatar, your ideal client, but telling a story about yourself, your experience, your case studies. And if flowers happen to be in there, then go ahead, right? That's where it fits in, but it has to fit into the story that you're telling about your service or product, right? So don't so worry, folks, out we are not going to talk about flowers. I don't know the first thing about them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in regards to that, now we kind of nailed that first part, right? What is your first step? First step, guys, you have to take a step back. You got to basically uh, make sure that you're having the right conversation, which means take a step back, ask what service am I offering? What product am I offering? Right? Make sure you're very, very clear. Next, you will then ask who is my ideal client? Be very specific age area, right? Geographical area, um, anything and you build, build a profile right? Of this particular person, because that's going to help you as you build out your content and what type of value you're going to provide for this particular ideal client on your website. So that's kind of step one. And then once you're, re you're ready to go, step two is to obviously put it into action and get either 
yourself, right? Or you, you, you hire a company like Top Results that knows what they're doing to basically structure a well-optimized um, website for SEO, meaning they're going to help you put your content where it belongs on different pages because you can't just stuff. This is another one. You can't just stuff all your content on one page and expect that that page is going to rank for every single keyword under the sun um, for your industry, right? There is a way to build out different pages to make a good user experience. So that way, when someone's reading your content, you can then hyperlink to a different internal page that talks a little deeper about a different subject and then so on and so forth. So you, you create almost like a matrix uh, situation. And we just call that the, the web, you know, website architecture, a good website architecture, right? So that's kind of like uh, the number two, getting all that set up. Now, we're going to kind of dive a little deeper is now say you get all that set up, everything's good, and, and you're, you're going out there. Now, one thing that um, is a little bit of a myth that you guys should kind of like think about once you start getting a little bit of momentum with these keywords, because now you have a good optimized website, right? So you should start getting some momentum um, is, is the visitor amount, basically the amount of traffic, you know, because a lot of people, a lot of SEO agencies will, will push, man, you're getting a ton of traffic. Is that the same uh, as profit, right, to your to your website. And I just want to kind of tell you, and that's something that we kind of stand by, is it is not. It's a strategic play, right? Because we can actually get less traffic, but yet we're going for very um, uh, uh, basic concentrated keywords that have very specific traffic that are more, will more willing to convert on your site. They're more your ideal client, right? So that's important too, to Obviously, it's good to go after what's called that low hanging fruit, but you got to watch out at a certain point that you're actually going after some of these keywords that are actually getting some traffic that are more geared towards that ideal client. So that's a big one to kind of look at when you are talking to agencies um, that they do understand that. Right. It's like I want to make sure. Yeah, I want the traffic, but I want you know, to be working towards my conversions as well. So the keywords that we're going after have to have some kind of, you know, valuable traffic traffic on it. All right. And then one of the things I get a lot that uh, gets asked is, is all SEO equal, right? Um, is our strategy equal to another agency or, or whatnot? Cause you can go ahead and type in, you know, SEO tactics or, or tips and tricks or whatnot on Google. You get a ton of YouTube videos and, and articles and everything. And it all depends because there are, there are some that are good, in fact, there are about 200 ranking factors, literally, let's call it a checklist, right? About 200 uh, items on a checklist. And this is not something that Google gave out. This is all data driven, right? A lot of people did a lot of research and they put, you know, we all as a, as a, as a group, right? Not just us, I'm talking like all the, the entire industry, you know, have put together these ideal 200 factors. And that's what we go off of. Now, do we have to hit every single 200 you know, factor on that list. No, it depends on your industry. And that's where it becomes valuable that you understand your industry, who you're talking about, who your avatar is, because then they, you can pick and choose from those 200 factors and actually um, um, uh, apply the most important ones from that list, right? And that's what agencies like ourselves at Top Results help our clients make sure that we're actually checking the right boxes for that particular industry. Okay. And then uh, ranking for specific keywords throughout the website. That's important as well, because 
once again, I went back to is, is, is a uh, volume and, and profit the same. And, you know, I talked about a little bit about the keywords and the value of each one. Well, some of the stuff that we look at is we deal a lot with local SEO, meaning local companies that want to rank for local uh, keywords. Well, one of the biggest mis mistakes that I see as, as well is uh, some of these local companies going after what's called national keywords, right? More generalized keywords. Well, when you do that, you're actually competing with everybody in the country, right? That's going after that keyword. But if you can append a geolocation to those keywords and sprinkle those variations throughout your content, now you're getting more, more geo-specific, right? So now you're competing only with the people in that area. And that's where I really get excited when I get uh, a client that's very local and it's very specific, especially when we're in a small town and we get that question. It's like, oh, there's not a lot of search. I don't think this is going to work even better because they can win a lot faster when things like that are being done. But vice versa, if you're in a very competitive market, let's just say Cleveland, Ohio. So that is we are me and Sean, we're talking about that market just a little bit ago. Um, you have to be very specific because now you're you're basically putting yourself against the in the race of people that are actually doing it right right that are very geo specific and everybody that's going national they're out of the game and you have a better opportunity to win those rankings so there's kind of a little bit of a strategy there uh with the specific geo geo targeted keywords and then the the, the last thing that i have here is uh, one question that i get quite a bit um since seo Obviously, it's an ongoing trend. Uh, it's an ongoing strategy for marketing. Should you be doing it? Should you not? Obviously, we answered that question. There's a lot of reasons why you should absolutely, especially now. But one of the questions that I get is, all right, there's a ton of information out there. Should I be paying for it? Right? Should I be paying for this service? That's really up to you guys, right? We do this podcast. We also do a, a call with our clients when you're a client of ours and you're on one of, you know, whatever level of package that you're on with us. And a lot of, you know, other people do this. Um, but what we do, we give a ton of value, a ton of value, and we leave it up to our clients. Right. And we leave it up to you here. We're on the, this podcast now putting out a lot of value as well. And then if you decide that, you know what, this is great, but I just don't have the time but I can benefit from the traffic, right? From the, the additional uh, uh, service, you, you know, clients that I get for my services and products, then the answer is yes. Then you need to start kind of doing some research and seeing what agency is the best fit for what you're doing and go that way. And then just to close this off here, alternatives for SEO, right? Now that we talked about everything, all the positives and things that you can be doing, um, well, let's talk about what are your alternatives to doing SEO. And I just kind of put a, a quick list that's pretty obvious here, if you're familiar kind of with the digital space, uh, digital marketing space, is you got TV ads, you got radio ads, you got Google ads, and then you have Facebook ads, right, or social media ads. So those right there are your alternative to driving traffic to your brand, your website, things like that. But there is a huge difference on both, both sides, right? So when we talk about SEO, we talk about a strategy that you are essentially could potentially do for free and you're building an asset. You're building equity in your brand. It does not go away. If you do it for six months and you quit doing it, those rankings do not go away. The only way they go away is if your competitors outwork you, meaning they go and do and do a lot of that work. So you build equity, a strong, strong asset online. When you do paid, you got to understand that you're probably going to pay somebody to manage your account for that paid campaign, 
but then you're going to pay what's called ad spend, right? That you're going to pay some money to run these ads. And you're probably going to get um, some leads out of that. Why? Because you're paying to rank high in certain keywords, right? But as soon as you stop paying, you did not build any equity. You did not build any, any, anything, any trust, anything like that, that disappears, right? So that depends. And I believe, I think the top results team as a whole, we believe there's a space and there's, there's room for both. You have to kind of blend them. There's a time and a place on how you blend them and when is the right time. So I'll go ahead and stop there, Sean. And I'm sure we can kind of um, get a couple questions, obviously, out of all that. Yeah, <clears throat> the way I, I love to explain it, SEO is kind of like the rain. You know you're going to get something. You know it's going to come, right? At some point, it's going to rain, depending where you live in the country. If you live anywhere other than Southern California, you probably see quite a bit of rain throughout the course of the year. You, you know it's going to happen. You're not really sure when, what time, which day of the week, that kind of stuff, right? That's kind of like SEO. We know we're going to get traffic if we do it. We're not quite sure when, where, where it's going to show up, what type of it, how much of it, that kind of stuff. The good news is I didn't really have to pay to get that traffic, right? I didn't have to worry about being charged an ungodly amount for that lead. Whereas paid traffic, the other way of drawing interest and, and attention to your business, as Roger was just talking about, it's like the garden hose. I can go turn the garden hose on and I know for a fact that water is going to come out. And wherever I point that garden hose, that's exactly where that water is going to go. The problem is the second I turn on the water faucet, the water company starts charging me. And if we haven't had much rain because the water department didn't build their foundation very well and they didn't capture the free stuff, the free rain that was coming down to fill the reservoirs, and they've wasted a lot of this stuff, guess what? The price is going to go up. They're also going to throttle me down and, and restrict how much of that water faucet I'm going to be able to be using. Even though I know I can go to it and get it on, it might cost me more in the long run. It might not be the best option all the time. And that's exactly what Roger's talking about, a good blend. If you're building your rain bucket and learning to capture it, hold on to it, kind of leverage, right? That, that free asset in a sense that's coming in, leverage the benefits out of it. Then when you do get ready to turn the faucet on, you may not need to turn it on as much. You might be able to turn it on a little bit on the smaller side and just mist with it because you've got a good reservoir, right? You've already got something sitting there that's kind of nurturing and watering and keeping your, your things going. Just a, I, I'm, I'm here today for analogies, I guess. <laughs> right. That's good, man. That was, that was a different one. So that was, that was a, that was a new one that we might be hearing in the near future again. Um, oh, you will. Which is awesome. <laughs> no, awesome. So at the end of the day, I mean, this is this is uh, this is an obvious kind of um, question, right? When we kind of brought that in, Sean, when we we're talking about this topic, um, it was one we really wanted to kind of drive home, just because we do get um, a lot of potential clients uh, that come in, and when we have that that conversation, it's become a trend for us. It's the same conversation, right? And, and we can almost guess. Sean and I kind of look at each other and just uh, a smile because it's like, we know what's coming. We already know what's coming. We know what the answers are, right? But, um, but going back to the very beginning of this podcast, you cannot 
start this process. You cannot find success with this strategy online if you don't take that step back at the beginning and identify what your service or product is exactly and who that avatar is. Absolutely. And then uh, if you're not sure where to get started, you're not quite sure how to, you know, navigate these, these waters. That's what Roger and I are here for. Uh, you also have the free training that we've put out. I, I brought it on on the bottom of the screen there. Uh, just head over to topresultsconsulting.com forward slash seven steps. That, that in itself, that mini series, the seven step process, all the little resources that you need to really help you kind of get up and going. It's going to get you to that point that Roger just said, a solid little bit of a foundation in place to now be able to say, all right, now we've got something to work with. Now let's dial it in. Now let's make sure it's doing all the stuff we just talked about, talking to the robots, being classified in the right place, starting to put the right information to it, all the different keyword elements, all this stuff. It's going to help you get there. Uh, and if you start to go down that track and you're looking at it and saying, man, I just, I want to speed it up even faster. Just head over to topresultsconsulting.com, book a time to jump on a call with either Roger or myself. And let's talk. Let's talk about how TRC can help you get there quicker and not be playing in the little leagues anymore. All right. Time to, time to come up to the hard ball. <laughs> so anything you want to leave them with? Uh, the only thing I could say is, is let's get to work. Let's get, let's figure out who, who our avatars at, who our ser what our services are, what, what, what we're offering, bring some questions, uh, next week when we're on right or if you send them over to us uh we'd be more than happy to help but you know let's get to work let's get some things going let's get some good valuable traffic to your websites and start getting some conversions absolutely so until next week we're live every single wednesday on the facebook world uh 4 p.m pacific if you didn't catch it live you can always catch it on a replay uh, if you want it directly emailed into your inbox, just simply go over and opt into our newsletter, opt into one of our forms. You're going to start getting this every single week dropped into your, your inbox so that you can continue to grow your business. But until next Wednesday when Roger and I are on for the Google Nader himself and me, see you guys next week. Here's your success. all of us here at the web buzz podcast thank you for tuning in to this episode if you got value out of this share it out with your fellow business owners be sure to subscribe and follow the show reach out with any future episode topics you'd like us to discuss until the next episode here's to your success